This is a Radio Adonia broadcast for the People's Republic of Adonia. Das ist eine Radio Adonia Sendung für die Volksrepublik Adonia. Eto Radio Radio Adonia Dila Norodnoi Respubliki Adonia. Tu jest Adocia Radio Adonia Dila Ludove Republiki Adonia. Good, fantastical day, everybody. It is Wednesday, the middle of the week. We finally made it. Um, to start out, I just want to lay out an agenda, and I think that's what I'm going to do for every episode. We're going to lay out. We're going to start out with an agenda, and then we're going to go from there. So, without further ado, so the first thing I wanted to discuss today was uh, a recent event in the micronational community, uh, which has gained attention now since it has been announced. Um, we're going to also discuss, uh, the Longhorn, uh, International Summit, uh, which will be announced, which should have been announced yesterday. Uh, I'm recording this yesterday when you're listening to this. Um, I'm also, after the music break, I want to also cover, um, more th micronational theory. Uh, most most importantly to me, I want to recover the micronational hierarchy, which is apparent in the community, uh, that has uh, not been talked about and has been kind of just ignored. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, starting with the recent event. So, on Monday, or it was either Monday or Tuesday, I'm not sure when uh, I discovered that. Um, I was browsing the press site for Dracul, and I had discovered that uh, they had gone into war. I was originally looking into their micronational mall called the Brand Mall. I've been keeping tabs on a Dracul because I'm interested and intrigued by their mall. Um, so their mall I've found very intriguing, so I decided to save the press website on my bookmark tabs on Google Chrome. And I opened the press website, and the first article I saw was Dracul being involved in a war. And I said, now that can't be right. Dracul is a professional micronation. What war? There can't be a war. So to report on the situation, an individual that goes by, let's see the name really quick. I'm sure it'll load up faster than two miles an hour. Um, <laughs> um, take time to think about how your day was and tell yourself something positive while I look for this. Do it right now. Okay. So the article is called Dracul's Hand Force for First War Declaration, and this was posted on, it should have been Monday, I think, September 6th, Monday. 
and I learned about it on Monday. Um, I think it was like the middle of the at the afternoon when I was scrolling through Dracul's uh, brand mall stuff. So an individual that goes by Charles von Graustark, uh, a citizen of Dracul and the prince of a principality of Gra Graustark, uh, basically told, uh, I believe, the vice president that uh, he had been spying on Dracul on behalf of the government of Graustark. Which didn't make people happy, apparently, so they the Draculians uh, claimed that they had investigated uh, this Charles individual and uh, looked into uh, his voices of treason, and it turns out he's been doing some no-no stuff in the past, and they considered that enough proof to uh, go to war. And they did. And, uh... That war ended today, and it's been publicized uh, publicly. It started. It first publicized on Monday, and honestly, it's shocking um, that Dracul of all micronations that could ever declare a war declared a war. And what I don't understand is. Dracul's reasoning for it, which is uh, this Charles individual in the past had uh, done some acts of treason, or acts of, uh, they did, he did an act of treason uh, today, or in the recent times, but before he has done no-no things, and what I don't understand is how that validates for him for a Especially since this Grostark Gra micronation. It doesn't take much investigating to look into Grostark or Dracul. Uh, they're very easy to find on the internet. Um, that Grostark is a simulationist micronation. Uh, so the war was unnecessary. Which leads me to believe that, and this is an attack on nobody, uh, that this whole thing was just stupid and pointless, and, uh, it was a waste of time, um, which, it makes no sense to me that Dracul, a micronation that acclaims to no drama and no micronational war and super professional, did something like that, and, um, it's just very confusing for me. Several micronations, large and small, have criticized Dracul on the matter and have called uh, Dracul out on it. Um, the one thing that isn't right about Dracul's war declaration uh, is the now spread generalization of the micronational community. Um, Essentially, what I'm saying here is, people are quick to generalize an entire thing. I mean, take it for example, the Nazis. The Nazis generalized every Jew as inhuman or subhuman, and I'm in no way calling anyone here a Nazi. Just making that clear. I'm just using an example. So, you have examples like that where people generalize movements or uh, 
stuff like that. And Micronational War, uh, it doesn't help with this generalization of the entire movement, especially to people who don't want to be generalized as um, unprofessional or people who go to war. Um, and it's very dangerous to do such a thing. Um, let's talk about the um, summit. And I'm only going to give a minute of fame for it because of the fact that it's basically, there is no, there is barely any information that I'm allowed to release to the public at the current moment. Uh, so the Longhorn International Summit is going to be a summit between micronationalists. Uh, there is no set date for the summit. Uh, the summit is a summit with the intent of giving micronations a chance to attend and interact with, attend a, that, okay. It gives micronations a chance that attend the summit, a chance to interact with other micronationalists, discuss micronational topics and theories, and of course get its get um, their names out there and all that stuff and work on uh, a collective united front in the community which i'm proud to sponsor with adonia there is no date there will be a discord server open for it and the invite will be posted soon um so that's the information that I can give on the Longhorn International Summit. If you would like more information, uh, please stop by the Adonian Discord server or maintain contact and uh, follow the Adonian Twitter account, which is PeopleRA2020, and the RA is capital and the P in peoples. Uh, the P beginning at the word is capital as well. So, time for a music break, and we will be right back. Weil der Mensch ein Mensch ist, drum braucht er was zum Essen, bitte sehr. Es macht ihn ein Geschwätz nicht satt, das schafft kein Essen her. Ein Mensch ist, drum hat der Stiefel im Gesicht nicht gern. Er will unter sich keinen Sklaven sehen und über sich keinen Herrn. Befreien. Es kann die Befreiung der Arme. 
weiter nur das Werk der Arbeiter sein. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, podcast, Radio Donia. I hope you enjoyed the music break. So, the micronational hierarchy. What is it? Why does it exist? What's the point in telling everybody about this hierarchy? The truth is, I see a point in stating the facts. And the facts being that there is an unjust system in the micronational community that people exploit or people are exploited by uh, every day. Most notably, people with certain finesse or certain personality traits are chosen over good micronationalists, such as uh, people who have spent years on their projects with no attention or any such. Now, I'm not saying people who haven't strived for attention don't deserve all the attention in the world. And I'm also not saying everyone deserves attention in the world. Uh, but there seems to me to appear to be a certain level of micronationalists that uh, are su either super simulationist or super, um, the word is full of themselves. Uh, for example, there is a micronationalist, there are many micronationalists in the community who uh, go to people and beg for honors and awards. And uh, in some cases, there have been people who have been mentally abused uh, for attention and power and popularity and influence. And the hierarchy, the hierarchy puts hardworking micronationalists at the bottom. And this is in no way to say that uh, micronationalists um, that are at the top don't work hard. Rather, it gives everyone else an unfair advantage and or an unfair disadvantage excuse me an unfair disadvantage in the community and it stands in the way of people who actually try to get their micronation out there uh, for example the microwiki community is an active community that is uh, very uh, unstable um, corrupt there have been many times of corruption and other stuff like that and there have also been times where um, pure uh, unfairness and uh, mistreatment have occurred in the microwiki discord and the microwiki community um, which is to least to say proof that this community is falling apart and if you ask me there is no community the community is full of people who or this area is just full of people who uh, exploit other people and take advantage of the system and allow for corruption and uh, influence, quote-unquote influence, to get to people's minds. And it just is unfair to the common micronationalists that we have to deal with such an issue. 
Oh my god, have you seen that micronation? It's influence. Shut up. Shut up. You can't... The problem with influence is that it gets in people's heads. And it gives people the impression that they're either A, invincible, or B, that they can do whatever they want. Which, in some cases of some micronations, most notably micronations like... Uh, let me think of a good example. Micronations... Uh, here's a good example. Uh, New Virginia was a micronation led by Brooke Kennedy and was honestly somebody who I wanted to get to know, but unfortunately I never did. Fortunately, actually. And the New Virginia was a highly influential micronation and its leader was highly liked. Um, but there are things wrong with how its leader had dealt with things. And most notably, she caused the collapse of her own country. Uh, she betrayed her nation, grabbed a few people of her, a few friends, few friends of hers, and betrayed her people by setting up a revolution, uh, excuse me, a reactionary Maoist uh, system. Obviously, the community of New Virginians didn't want a reactionary Maoist micronation, so they left. And eventually, so many people left, and so many people just didn't want to be around New Virginia, that New Virginia collapsed, and it turned into, like, Yugoslavia. Uh, Brooke left completely, so she is no longer, as far as I know, she's no longer a micronationalist, and the other two original uh, coup-involved people formed their own micronation. And as far as I know, not many people want to interact with that either. So, another example of this would be the VISSR. And the VISSR was a micronation, it was a very, I guess, it was a decent socialist micronation founded by an individual named Dustin. Now, Dustin was an amazing individual. He was super kind, he was nice, and he, well, he was kind, nice, the same word. Uh, he was understanding, and he listened to people, and he took in criticism, and he was a very good micronationalist until November of last year, when things fell apart for him. He got his follower count, and he got his follow count up to 2,000 followers, and he let that get into his head which ruined his reputation enough. And eventually he started picking fights with people who disagreed with him, most notably uh, me, uh, Dracul, which we mentioned earlier, and several other friends of mine in the micronational community. Um, and this ruined Dustin's reputation completely. Uh, he... he um, called people out all the time, and he called them liars, and... Another thing about the VISSR is it kept dying and coming back. So it committed a... Oh, I found the Vancouver Island Soviet Socialist Republic. Oh, never mind, I disbanded. Now I'm coming back again as the Vancouver Island Soviet Socialist... Now I disbanded again. Oh, I'm coming back. And then continued for 17 to 20 times. 17 times. This just proved to me that the hierarchy in the system, in the system 
uh, and the influence, quote-unquote influence, can get to people's heads and destroy uh, their sense of humanity and their sense of stability. And it ruins common micronationalist uh, views. And it also ruins how we are viewed as a place together. Like I said before, people are quick to generalize a movement. And if people start generalizing the micronational movement as in-professional war declares, that has serious repercussions for micronationalists who are professionalists. Some micronationalists don't like being considered as people who declare war on other micronationalists and do other silly things like that. Some micronationalists want to be um, considered as professional and real and people who want to lead an actual nation, but following all this drama and all this, it's starting to become harder, harder, and impossible to give a proper view for a common micronationalist who may be a professionalist or a simulationist. And why am I arguing for views on both sides? Uh, both sides have to be understood in order to come to an understanding of how the community works. And each side has two different stories on how they want their micronations led. Simulationism on its own is okay. And hear me out. If they had their own community, it would be okay. And if they had their own generalization, it'd be okay. But they don't have that. They have it with the rest of the professionalist community as well, which damages reputation. Well, seems like we have come to the end of our little talk. Um, so keep on the news for the summit. Uh, keep listening to Radio Donia. I appreciate everybody. And of course, as always, have a wonderful, wonderful day.